All right, all right, all right. Oh my god. Oh my golly. G Willikers, Javier Haas, Elliot Lane back with you and Cannabis Insider, the OG's years of hosting. We're back. Abby Higginbotham and Patricio Little are holding down the fort and doing so in an absolutely spectacular fashion. If you've not watched their interviews or listened to them on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, tune in immediately. We have some spectacular talent uh, that almost rivals Javier. Come on. Almost. They're much better. Almost. I, I don't know, Javi. I don't know if it gets much better than you, brother. All that said, man, we're back. I don't think I've ever said a more excited. We're back. We have some new and amazing content coming to you all. Avi and I are focusing on getting the leaders in this industry, and we are thrilled, thrilled to launch uh, with our friend Adam Wilk, CEO of Karma Holdco. We'll be getting to him shortly, but Javi, an amazing 2024 ahead. What are you most excited about? Oof. Tough pick, man. We have two very cool events coming up. One is February 22nd. The first edition of the Benzinga Cannabis Market Spotlight is coming to California, Los Angeles, February 22nd in Culver City. It's a location called Bioscience LA. Awesome new event from Benzinga, from your beloved, your favorite events organizers in the cannabis space, following 17 very successful editions of the Benzinga Cannabis Capital Conference. Now we're going also local, focusing on local markets. So go to CannabisMarketSpotlight.com to find out more about our event in February in Los Angeles, California. And we are also returning with our Benzinga Cannabis Capital Conference, 18th edition, 18th. Oh, mama. And we're coming to Hollywood, Florida, to a new venue that is amazing, The Diplomat. April 16th and 17th, bzcannabis.com for more information. You know, that is the place to be, the place to raise money, to find new partners, to find your ne next investor, your next, you know, what, whatever, your next supplier. It's, it's, you know, where deals get done, where networking gets done. We're bringing a new format to our panels, our content, a bunch of surprises. So bzcannabis.com, tickets will never be more affordable than they are right now. So this think, is the time to get your tickets. Amen. Javi, I think I speak for everybody listening here. Please, 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 please make Oh Mama your thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, all that said, we are always here for our guests. And I'm super excited to bring over the amazing Adam of Karma Holdco. Aaron Thomas, our friend in action. Let's bring him on over. Adam, welcome in. You are our first guest this year in 2024. We appreciate you joining us. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me today, guys. I'm excited to be here. Excited to have you, my friend. So, you listen, uh, Karma Holko, if you don't recognize that name, you probably recognize its immaculate portfolio. Uh, of brands. So Adam, walk us through mm -hmm. what you exactly are holding over there uh, and a little bit about Karma. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> so we got Karma Hold Co. House of, uh, House of Brands, celebrity brands um, in many different categories. Um, cannabis being one of our main focuses. Uh, we represent talent like Mike Tyson with Tyson 2.0. Uh, we have Ric Flair with Ric Flair Drip Cannabis Line. 
Uh, we also have the Woo Energy line, which our functional mushroom energy drink with uh, Ric Flair, quickly become the exclusive energy drink for the Cleveland Cavaliers, Columbus Blue Jackets, uh, Ohio State University, AEW Wrestling, a lot of exciting stuff on that front. Um, awesome. We have <laughs> Immortal by Hulk Hogan, um, which has just been exploding for us. Um, a lot of exciting news coming out on that front as far as our EU expansion. Uh, that's on the CBD, um, THC uh, accessories, etc. And one of our latest additions is two-time Grammy award-winning hip-hop star Future, uh, where we have yeah. Evil by Future. Super, super excited about that one. Super premium, uh, indoor flower, um, really focused on just craft cannabis. And uh, you'll see that one live across a half dozen markets um, in the next, in, in the early, uh, I guess, beginning of this year, yeah, Q1. Uh, we've already launched in a few states, already live in California and Nevada, um, and have another handful coming online uh, in the next 60 days. You know, just one follow-up for me, and then Javi, I imagine, has... Uh, a plethora of questions here. You know, you say you're representing these, these this talent, this very interesting way of approaching a celebrity brand. Are you approaching this both from a licensing standpoint and some sort of like agency management standpoint? I'm just curious, like, how do you approach your business? So, no, you're spot on. It is specific to licensing in specific categories. Um, some of our talent, we have more categories than others. Um, Plant-based medicine is the main focus which again, you'll fall into THC, uh, CBD, whether it's hemp derived, cannabis derived, um, uh, the, the functional mushrooms, again, lion's mane and so on uh, for brain health, energy, et cetera. We've tapped into um, kava sales as well. Um, so all different, again, plant-based medicine products uh, that are authentic to our talent. So all of our products that we develop, our R&D process is all developed with our talent. We're trying to ensure that our, our consumers, customers can connect to the talent with the in the most authentic way possible. Um, so starting with Mike, he uses cannabis every day as just his, uh, to, you know, his daily function, um, mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, uh, for his stress, his anxiety, whatever it may be, he's using cannabis all day. Um, and it's authentic to him and, and his purpose of use. Um, Rick, on the other hand, it doesn't smoke as much as, as Mike or Future or some of our other talent. Um, but a lot of people are aware was was using Xanax for 30 plus years. Mm -hmm. um, so when we first met, I introduced him to edibles and it just completely changed his life. He was always steered away from cannabis, right? Growing up, his parents told me, don't touch that. It just in that time, the 70s or 60s, 70s, 80s, um, cannabis was looked at in a very different way than it is today. Um, so with that said, he's now tried it, changed his life. He's been off Xanax now for the last, you know, couple of years and focused on just again, plant-based medicine, using edibles every night to sleep and calm him down and calm his nerves as opposed to, um, the pharmaceutical drugs that who knows what that's doing to his body. Um, Hulk in a sim very similar way. He's I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but Hulk has had 29 back surgeries, um, he's had dozens of, of yeah, pretty, pretty wild. Of the, you know, could only imagine after lifting Andre the Giant over your head, you know. Yeah, years that's ago, fair. That's a right? fair statement. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so with all that, I mean, he's used every uh, medicine in the book um, outside of some of the plant-based medicine that, that we offer and under his immortal brand. So we've got him now on CBD and different uh, Kava Kratom products to help with his energy, just his, his, his pain, stress, whatever it may be. Um, and then uh, future again, just daily use, 
he uses cannabis all day, every day, similar to Mike. Um, Future's extremely picky about what goes in his jar, which I love. It makes it as authentic as, as you could get. Uh, he actually called me the other night and, as I sent him some products um, for R&D in a specific market. And he said to me, I don't know what the hell is this shit? It's dry, he says. I go, buddy, that just came off the plants. Like, so, I mean, the fact how, how, how again, just, just involved these guys can be in the development of the product and how much passion they put into it, um, I think just shows on with the success of what we've been able to do with Karma Holdco um, and keeping everything authentic and catering specific to the talent and, and ensuring the consumers can connect. Um, mm-hmm. with, you know, with and, I, I can attest to, to this. You know, there, there are a lot of celebrity brands. I, I tend to interview every celebrity when they come out with their brands. You know, some will be very engaged. Most of them will say they're engaged, but honestly, just tried a few strains and, and, and we're like, okay, this is fine. Uh, with, with Mike and Rick, for instance, they've showed up in, I don't know, countless of our conferences, right? And, and some of the times they, they, they even showed up and announced like, you know what, you know, I'm, I'm here with the brand, you know, like s- suddenly Karma showed up and, and they were like, you know, I, I got to I gotta be there as well and, and talk about my experiences, right, with, with the plant and how they changed my life. And uh, I think it's interesting. I, I would love to hear a little bit about, about like the deal with future, right? Because you were, you seem to be going, you know, in a direction related to the world uh, of contact sports, uh, fighting or, or, you know, wrestling. Uh, why and how do you pivot to the, the hip hop world, which I feel is a little bit more on the, you know, on the adult use side of things, right? You know, when you talk to a, former athletes, uh, they will tell you, I use cannabis for recovery. When you talk to a hip hop artist, they say, I just love to smoke weed. It gets my creative juices going, it helps me relax, whatever. So how are these these deals different? Great question. Um, and a lot of people would think, hey, the hip hop space in the cannabis world is a little oversaturated. You know, you got dozens of names that have tried to do it. Um, don't want to point fingers at anybody specifically, but I don't think any of them have done it right. I don't think any of them have, have been able to roll out any of their brands in any way near or anywhere close to what we've been able to do. Um, and we've seen it just by the markets they've been able to enter. I can, you know, one of the biggest names in hip hop, and I'm a huge fan of Jay-Z. Love him, love his brand and all. Um, but the brand never really made it out of one state. Um, and I think I attribute that to the as you mentioned, the the involvement by the talent, right? And the authenticity of the brand. You could slap any brand on a jar of flour and hope for the best. Or you can keep it authentic. You put what's the what, what the talent's actually using within that jar so that their consumers can actually connect to them. Tons of fans want to connect to our talent, whether it's future in the hip-hop space, Mike in, in, in the boxing world or either of our wrestlers. Um but have no way to connect to them. When you're able to purchase their product, the same product that they consume, the same product that they're using on the daily, and you're able to go home and smoke that same joint that Future smoking at it, in his studio or in his home or wherever the hell he may be, um, you're able to connect on a different way than than just buying a jar of flour, hoping that it's you know what that talent smokes, and or maybe that talent doesn't even smoke weed. I mean, who knows? Um, but. So, so back on the hip-hop space, we, we wanted to do what we feel nobody else has done in that hip-hop world, um, launch a brand, keeping it authentic, and really bring it to the masses. 
um, not just, you know, focus on the California market, which a lot of brands we've seen done. So um, as we continue to expand future, we have international deals already signed with them. We're real excited about going live in Thailand with uh, future. Um, excited about the future tour coming up. So as, as he visits new cities, there'll be different promos and, and opportunities for meet and greets and to meet a, a future or sign memorabilia, whatever it might be. Um, but having him involved obviously makes the world of a difference. Um, as many people know, Future doesn't really post on Instagram, has zero posts up right now. Uh, it's rare for him to post a story. Um, so for him to, you know it's real when you see something on his story. And he, he I had him the other day, he posted, uh, just because he, he's so excited about it, the whole list of all the retail stores that we've launched in, in California to be specific. So, you know, listing everybody, some competitors, some not, but I mean, every store from Cookies to Backup Boys to One Plan to anybody that we're selling to in the California market. So love having him involved, love the authenticity, his passion for it. The fact he picks up the phone and calls me to tell me what he feels about a specific strain or, or the quality of a flower. Um, just, yeah, it, it, it keeps it real. It keeps it authentic. And um, yeah, I lo love that about the guy. So I've talked to not every rapper, but a lot of rappers, a lot of artists in this space um, and would love to work with tons of them. I mean, we're open to bringing in more talent, uh, whether they're athletes, whether there's uh, artists, whether they're influencers, whatever it might be. Um, but it has to be authentic, has to be real. Um, we're not just going to put a, a, a face on a jar and, and hope for the best. So Yeah. Wow. Authenticity. I, I think yes. that is what we're taking away from this, my friend. And I it, use that it, word all the time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It permeates every inch of your, uh, your being, both personally and professionally, it feels like. And that's awesome. Yep. You know, so I, I wonder, you know, as it extends, my, my last question to kind of put this authentic picture together, because you have the celebrity who's actually involved in their brand. There's a reason they consume cannabis. Uh, there's a reason that, you know, you release uh, the, the ear, the ears for Tyson. There's a reason that you release, uh, you know, edibles and energy drinks for, for Ric Flair. But when it comes to the consumer, how are you associating those brands, uh, you know, to these markets, to the consumer, to data that shows what they want? Um, you know, are you creating not only products for the celebrity, but also for the consumer or does doing that for the celebrity take care of itself with the consumer? Kind of takes care of itself. Um, Woo Energy was was completely different, separate and different from the, all the cannabis stuff we're working on. And we can touch on that and just the fun and exciting stuff there. Um, but yeah, it's really just developing product that is, I keep using the same word, but authentic to the talent. Um, once you have that real just live product that, that, that the talent can connect to the consumers um, feel the authenticity and they connect to it as well. I mean, we see it with our meet and greets. Every time I bring Mike to market or Rick or Hulk, whoever it might be um, the consumers come through and just the, the language that comes out of them, the, uh, the connection they get to the talent with the product they're consuming is, is just blows my mind. I mean, it's incredible. We have an amazing team that, that, you know, works on our R&D with our talent, developing new SKUs, um, and always thinking about, obviously, uh, connecting it to the consumer as well as connecting it to the talent to ensure the authenticity and uh, mm -hmm. the value there. I love that. Yeah. And, and with, um, you know, kind of just taking a step back, right, we've talked a lot about how you approach these brands, but 
how are you approaching karma? And I, I mean that in two separate ways. One, what do you see the future of karma? You know, are, are, do you see a hundred celebrity brands uh, in there or are you going to be niche to, you know, you're going to be picky. And then, you know, two, as a bit of, uh, you know, kind of a piggyback off that question, the licensing that you are doing seems to be a lot more successful. Is there anything else that you're doing differently than what other brands have done in the space to be successful in what is a very uh, piecemeal cannabis market in the U.S.? So on the first question, I'd love to have 100, 100 celebrities. Um, working with talent is not always the easiest, so finding the right talent to bring into the mix um, that one have the time and will put in the time to build the brand. As you mentioned, you know, seeing Mike at these events, having Rick pop in at, at Benzinga conferences, um, seeing, you know, wh whoever it might be show up at whatever event it might be. The involvement is a huge piece of this. Um, so finding the right talent is, is huge part, but ensuring that they're going to be involved, going to be authentic, going to be real about it and actually use the product. Um, I don't want to bring in talent just to put a name on it. I mean, we've seen it over and over again and it doesn't work. Um, so, so I want to make sure we find the right people. And I can tell you, we've talked to dozens of some of the biggest names in their industry, uh, whether it's the NBA, whether it's uh, hip hop, whether it's country, whether it's whatever it be. There's a lot of categories that I think have not been tapped into yet in the talent slash celebrity world of cannabis. So I'm excited to, bring to market some of these um, um, voids in the space. Uh, lot, we have a handful of LOIs with new talent that, that again, I'm real excited about. Um, and, and yes, we were extremely picky to start. I think there's a lot of opportunities to create a, a lot, much larger brand house than what we've already developed with Karma. Um, I'd like to have a dozen uh, plus in, in the mix. Um, just tapping into more categories um, and continue to grow karma. Uh, we'd like to be, I'm sure you're familiar with ABG Authentic Brands Group. Um, Jamie Salter and his team have done an incredible job over there. Uh, I look up to what they've done and, and I hope to build uh, karma into, uh, you know, a, a ABG in the near future. Maybe, you know, maybe they come and acquire us. Who knows? Um, so, Or you acquire them. Yeah, or vice versa. <laughs> I like where your head's at. <laughs> Ambition. You know, it's, you, you, you consistently and constantly highlight authenticity, right? And it resonates with me, right? Um, and here's, here's an example, right? Like maybe 10 years ago, my, my cousin used to run a very big hotel. And Mike used to go there very often. And, you know, the fan factor was not non-existent for me. I'm not into boxing. You know, it's like, okay, I know who Tyson is, but... You know, he wasn't driving my purchasing decisions usually. But then he came to me, my cousin, and said, you got to try this tequila. This is what Mike always orders. He loves it. And I was like, okay, if this is good enough for Mike Tyson, it's good enough for me. And I've heard that over the years many times with cannabis, right? I did one story one time and someone said, if it's good enough for Jane Fonda, it has to be good enough for me. If it's good enough for Ma Magic Johnson, it's good enough for me, right? So seeing the people who are not only slapping their names on stuff, but actually consuming that stuff and enjoying it, I think is a huge selling point. Um, and, and that, that, you know, kind of translates internationally as well, right? It's not like you run a commercial, but, you know, many of these initiatives and, and things that you've done have gone viral on a global scale. So, so, you know, my last question to you relates to your international expansion initiatives, right? It's one of those things 
that I get constantly wherever I am. Now, right now I'm in Argentina, I go to Puerto Rico, I go to Colombia, I go to Spain. And they go like, when is Tyson 2.0 coming, right? When is Futures brand landing here, right? So can you tell us a little bit about how that international game is looking for you right now and what kind of plans you have? Absolutely. So our, our we've launched, we've, we signed a deal, I'm not sure if you guys saw in Israel with Intercure, which was one of our first international deals, um, not counting Canada. I mean, as one of our, you know, just our sibling right over there. Um, we're now active. When I say we're active in 17 plus countries, a lot of those countries are not yet um, legal or, or uh, not even medical, some of them. So we, we're active in the way of planting the brand in, throughout accessories. So we're out there with papers, grinders, ashtrays, rolling trays, et cetera, to build up uh, the brand, the hype, the awareness of Tyson 2.0 in different territories. Australia is a great example of that. You know, we had a deal in Australia with 800 stores, uh, convenience stores, gas stations, et cetera to build the Tyson 2.0 brand. So people are asking that question. When is Tyson 2.0 cannabis going to be here? When is it coming? Um, and, and at the same time, we're working parallel on multiple deals um, across Europe, uh, whether, I mean, we got UK, we got Germany, as we all saw is going live in April, super excited about that. Um, as far as uh, recreational, sorry, not Tyson 2.0. Um, we have, uh, so UK, Germany, Australia, Israel, Macedonia. Um, there's so many exciting international deals in the pipeline that um, can't wait to solidify and get out to uh, market and bring, bring Tyson worldwide. Mike himself, on a weekly basis, hits me up and says, where are we with international? He's so excited about, mm -hmm. he, he, he wants to be the Anthony Bourdain of cannabis. He wants to travel the world. He wants to go everywhere, try cannabis in every market, um, and tell his story. He wants to tell people this the, the, the cannabis in this country is that we all, me, me and Mike are big hash fans, so we're always talking about the hash, whether it's in Morocco, mm -hmm. Africa, wherever it's coming from. Um, big hash fans, and and again, we always have talked about you know when when time permits, uh, travel the world and put a series together of you know Mike and and It'll be one hell of a show. Yeah. <laughs> but we'd like to execute all the markets first. So hopefully we, we, we get to 20 plus countries and then we'll do a tour. Um, and, and I know Mike, you know, Mike's one of the hardest people I working people. I know um, we did a five country, seven state or sorry, five countries, seven day tour um, just back in September. And I mean, guys banging on my, we, we'd go to bed at two in the morning from, you know, visiting from one country to the other. He's banging on my door at 7am. Tell me we're going for a run. So, I mean, he's uh what what uh, his work ethic is unbelievable um and no doubt will be in every country you know but in as as it allows for it right as rules and regulations mm -hmm. loosen up. um yeah so yeah we're, that, we're excited about the evolution of cannabis that's phenomenal adam uh, honestly it's been a nice deep dive uh, into karma i uh, appreciate that we always you know host tyson 2.0 we've hosted rick flair at our events before but it's nice yep. to have your perspective how you're building the backbone that connects these um, authentic <laughs> brands, uh, you know, as you all develop some more excited to see how evil also, I love the pronunciation. I was sitting over here saying evil, like evil, evil evolution or something, but like evil's <laughs> awesome. Uh, excited to try Ric Flair's uh, beverage at some point in the near future. A uh, lot of excitement, man. So keep it up, keep building Thank a cannabis you. business that uh, reflects the authenticity of this industry. And we look forward to seeing where you go and hopefully we'll see you in Florida for our next event. 
Absolutely. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for having me. Shoot me an address. We'll get you guys some more energy. Ah, yes. There we go. Product <laughs> review time. Thank you, Adam. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. Have a great day, guys. Thank you. Peace.